Good morning to everyone. Coming to you from the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios, welcome to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm your host, Teresa Watkins. I'm a landscape designer, horticulturist, and garden author. Thank you for being with us this morning. Hope you're having a wonderful cup of joe or a cup of tea. You can let me know what you're drinking this morning. And uh, if you have any gardening questions, this is what the program's all about for the next two hours. We'd love to hear from you. And uh, good morning, Guy. You're stepping in for Lizzie here this morning. She's racing trucks. So Yep. Good, good morning. It's so good to see you. Hope you had a wonderful week. It was it was long, but yes, I had a good week. <laughs> okay, so speaking of cuppas, I have to do a mea culpa. I made two mistakes last week, uh, Guy. And so when I got home after the show last week, Tony told me it's not that there isn't any sports after the baseball season. <laughs> But for football fans in New England, the Patriots football is a bridge to the NHL and the NBA season. So he just uses it as an interim person, you know, interim sports between the football and the hockey season. So I wanted to state that for the record. And the other mistake, oh, my goodness, I called King Charles III. I called him King George. So, dear me, King <laughs> King George was on my mind because I've been trying to watch the PBS show uh, on King George's Madness, and I haven't yet. So that was on my mind, and so that's the only thing I can think of that why I called King Charles uh, King George. So uh, my apologies to King George the Third. I know you're listening. And I'm sure he'll forgive you. <laughs> he'll he'll give me his good graces there. So. Interesting, uh, you know, uh, developments over the last couple of days. Uh, Florida, we're going to be getting a uh, some weather here, hurricane weather, uh, at least some very strong tropical storms and rain and wind. So, uh, so I was going to be Hermione or Hermine, uh, but she stayed off the coast of Africa and developed right there. But then a hurricane Ian, good Scottish name. Uh, that that hurricane developed very quickly, and it's going to be taking the path that uh, Hermione uh, was uh, supposedly going to take, and it's going to be a hurricane two or three category storm. So uh, all of South Florida, you're going to be getting some really um, some really strong rain. Uh, Central Florida, we're going to see some activity, but it might curve even west and go up to the Panhandle, and possibly. Uh, Louisiana, Mississippi, and Alabama. So we want everyone to be very cautious. This is when you take your landscape into consideration. I want you to turn your irrigation systems off, everyone. Because if you're watering, and I just, as I was on my way here this morning, I saw um, the irrigation sprinklers had gone on despite all the rain we've been getting for the last 10 days. And so there's been no need to have our irrigation systems on at all since August. But if you have them on, go ahead, turn them off now, because if the ground is already saturated before we get the tropical storm rains or the hurricane rains, then we're going to see even more flooding. There's just, it's just going to, it's not going to be good. So turn your irrigation systems off. You're going to be fine. We are not going to need to water for the next two to three weeks. Okay, and so turn them off. We want you to pick up all of your potable garden accoutrements that are out in your yard. Go ahead and store them safely. Uh, that's your bird feeders, any kind of art that you have out there, flags, uh, you know, any kind of statues 
that can fall over or break uh, or be picked up. You definitely want to have them up. And then the next thing is you do not fertilize over this weekend, okay? It's not time yet to fertilize in most counties in Florida, but if you have fertilized this week, it's just going to be wasted uh, because it's going to get leached out. So no need to waste your money. Then the next thing is I know people are out there pruning their palm trees. That's not necessary. Palms in their natural state can handle hurricanes. They've been taking it for quite a while, you know, uh, you know, thousands of years. And uh, palm fronds help the palm trees handle the winds. If you hurricane prune them and you have them very clipped very tightly and very upright to where they look like uh, pebble flintstones uh, hair ribbons, you know, then uh, you're not going to, uh, they're going to be more uh, apt to snap. So you don't want to do that. And if you want to look it up, the publication for the University of Florida, the Edis publication, that uh, you can look up pruning palms. Just Google capital E, capital P, 443. Google pruning palms, Edis, E-D-I-S, or Edis, E-D-I-S, E-P, 443. And you'll see right there it says, do not hurricane prune palm trees. So just anticipate power outages. Help the, um, you can use your grill if you have a power outage for your coffee or tea, eggs and bacon, and even steaks. You could just be cooking. You'd have access to hot water if you have a grill. So um, just be sure you're prepared. The state of Florida has a wonderful hurricane preparedness outline checklist that you can check off. If you're new to Florida, just hang on tight, and we will be just we're going to be fine. We're going to be fine. This is, you know, the first hurricane we've had of the season, so it was bound to happen. So coming up in our first hour, I've been consulting with HOAs on palms dying in their communities, one, two, three, one right after the other. It's shocking to see. I have Dr. Bram Dillon. He's with the University of Florida's Plant Pathology, Fort Lauderdale Research and Education. He's going to be helping us and updating us on the palm diseases I'm also going to be taking your questions. You can call the one and only guy at one 455 2967 to get on board. Or you can text me your question at 23680. Let me know you're listening and where you live for the perfect text. Your name and where you live for the perfect text. I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. And this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. 
That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Are you over 50? Would you like to get up to 33% more income in retirement? Then call now for this free book, Annuity Do's and Don'ts for Baby Boomers, from a leading financial firm on maximizing your income in retirement. That's right, free. This free book reveals little-known truths about annuities in simple-to-understand terms that will help you make the right choices before buying an annuity. And it's free. As a bonus, we'll also throw in a free annuity rate report summarizing the rates and benefits from financially strong insurers. Call 800-925-1522. That's right. Annuity do's and don'ts for baby boomers and annuity rate report, both absolutely free for calling today. Call 800-925-1522. That's 800-925-1522. Sponsored by Annuity General. Producers have the appropriate licenses for the products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. Apply a discrete sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks. If you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. I'd like to give a big shout out to Miami. Uh, we're getting a lot of response from Miami, and I certainly appreciate it. And you guys do your best to stay dry and safe this coming week. Uh, turn your irrigation systems off. Dr. Braham Dillon is the assistant professor uh, for the Department of Plant Pathology, Fort Lauderdale Research and Education. His focus is on molecular plant pathology and he works on fungal pathogens of palms and other woody plants and special crops of agricultural significance. Good morning, Dr. Dillon. How are you? 
Good morning, Teresa. I'm doing well. How are you? I am fine. Are you all prepared for next week? Um, that's what the weekend's for. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. I can I, I can tell everybody's going to be scrambling at the stores. Thank you for joining me. So I've been con- encountering quite a few uh, palms dying in HOAs and in some residential consul- consultations, and I wanted to update my listeners on what the current status of plant health in Florida is. So there's more than 65 species of palm trees in the United States that are vulnerable to that horrible wood decay and fungus called Ganoderma, and that can destroy and even kill, um, kill palms. So what palm trees are more, most susceptible in Florida? Um, yeah, like you said, you know, there's almost all the species of palms grown in Florida are susceptible. Um, I've talked to several landscapers and um, you know, homeowners, um, and it is just luck of the draw. Um, you know, I thought foxtails were more susceptible, but according to other reports or other people, um, foxtails are not. Queens are more susceptible. So uh, when we say they're susceptible, um, they can get disease and eventually die. Um, in the lab, we haven't specifically tested if there is if one species is more susceptible than the other. Uh, it's just what in the landscape uh, may get the disease. Okay, so what does Ganoderma look like for a homeowner who doesn't know anything about palms? So um, normally uh, the first symptoms that show up are um, you start seeing fronds that are dying. Um, as opposed to normal senescence, you will see more fronds accumulating on the palm that are dying. Uh, and it, the desiccating fronds, so they start lower in the canopy, and they start. And then this desiccation starts moving up in the canopy. It is a slow-moving disease. It will take several months for it to completely kill off all the fronds. Um, but at some point in the disease cycle, later in the disease cycle, you'll start seeing uh, a mushroom uh, fruiting body on the trunk uh, closer to the soil line. Um, it is more like a shelf, um, and it's really hard to uh, touch, really leathery, um, shiny, uh, brown in color, with a white margin when it's actively growing. Um, and this is how you can, you have been traditionally able to identify Ganoderma is by uh, finding that conch on the trunk. Okay, so that's called a conch, that mushroom shelf. Okay, so how long between seeing that mushroom conch on the palm tree at the base of the, on, near the ground, between that seeing it and the tree dying? Um, we, well, in my experience, we have seen, um, you know, palms last several months to uh, a year uh, after you start seeing the conch, but it is all relative. Um, it depends on the age of the palm, the, the girth or the, the diameter of the trunk of the palm. Um, you know, thinner palms like um, uh, solitaire palms or adonidia, they'll go out first as compared to, you know, palms that are, um, you know, wider girth like uh, royal palms or queens or foxtails. So it is all relative um, on the size of the trunk and the height of the palm. Okay, that's great information. So um, in your research, you're, you've been working hard on finding out solutions and, and, and developing new uh, innovative ways to find out if your palm tree has uh, Ganoderma. So tell us about 
the new test that you've developed to detect Ganoderma, and is it available for homeowners? Um, yes. So, like I said um, earlier, only the only way to diagnose Ganoderma butt rot of palms was uh, finding that conk on the trunk. But now, if uh, homeowners see their fronds on the palms that are lower in the canopy are dying faster, uh, they can actually sample the trunk closer to the soil line by taking a drill, um, um, you know, drilling a hole and getting some sawdust. Um, we don't need a whole lot, just a spoonful would do, um, but we recommend actually sampling on two opposite sides on the trunk. So if you sample on the north side, also sample on the south side, but keep it close to the soil line. And the way this assay works is um, there are certain uh, fragments of the DNA in Ganoderma zonatum, which make it really distinct from other Ganoderma species in in found in North America. There are 14 different Ganoderma species found, uh, but our test is really specific to Zonatum, and it's based on the DNA sequence. Uh, once uh, we receive the sample, the sawdust sample, we actually do DNA extraction, and then uh, we run this assay, um, and based on the results, we can tell whether Ganoderma Zonatum is present or absent um, in the sample. And it is available to homeowners. They can send the sample to our lab and we'll test it for them. Okay, and I will post that later on Facebook for everyone to um, know where to send it to. And is there any cost for this test? Uh, this test um, costs $80 um, to run. Uh, it covers the cost of the consumables and the, uh, you know, the time of uh, the person who's running the test. Okay, and um, is there a solution? Is there a cure? What can they do after they find out that their palm tree has Ganoderma? So that is another uh, aspect of uh, Ganoderma infection that we are working on in the lab. Um, like, you know, now we can detect it sooner. Uh, so that gives us a larger window of time to treat the palms. Uh, but this is where we are actively working on now, looking at uh, fungicides uh, or chemical um, cultural methods or biologicals that we can use. So at, at right now, I cannot recommend any uh, actual fungicide to be used. But um, that being said, you know, in the lab, we have, been, uh, we have several chemicals that we'll test um, and see which can kill Ganoderma more effectively um, and narrow down the list of fungicides that we can either use for trunk injections or soil treatment. Okay, so... Um, Okay, so how um, so how is Ganoderma spread then? So Ganoderma is what we call a soil-borne pathogen. Um, it is usually in the soil, and the conch that I mentioned, the shelf-like fruiting body, um, it is the part um, which actually helps Ganoderma complete its life cycle. This is where the spores are produced. So it produces millions of spores um, every season, every year. Uh, which can fall and move uh, uh, via wind to uh, nearby locations, um, and then the disease can uh, continue to spread. Okay. So that, uh, you know, the, one of the recommendations is, you know, as soon as you see these conks on the trunks, even after the palm trunk has been removed, these conks start, uh, keep coming up. They should be uh, removed from the landscape. Okay, and actually dig out that whole area and remove the soil. 
Okay, so is lethal palm disease the same as lethal bronzing? Um, well, yes, the the lethal part is the same. <laughs> Everything else <laughs> is different. <laughs> so the lethal bronzing is caused by a pathogen, which is a phytoplasma, which uh, which you can think of very closely related to bacteria, uh, whereas a lethal um, uh, Ganoderma botrot is a, what we call is a lethal disease. It's, it's a general description of the disease that once your disease uh, palm gets it, it's going to die. Um, so, and that is caused by a fungus, which is completely different from lethal bronzing. It, the only part that's similar is lethal. Okay, I appreciate that. So, can can a palm tree be planted in the same spot as the tree that's taken out, as the palm that's taken out? Um, that uh, so, current recommendation is uh, please do not plant any palm. Uh, as we started this conversation, um, all the palms are majority of the palms grown in Florida are susceptible to Ganoderma. So if you remove one and put in another palm, uh, this being a soil mold pathogen, uh, it could infect the palm that is being planted into a Ganoderma-infected soil. Um, and that is another aspect of research that we are working on, trying to find out how long can Ganoderma survive in the soil. So with this assay that we have developed, uh, in, in addition to doing the diagnostics, we want to use it uh, to figure out um, how long can Ganoderma actually stay active in the soil. And then hopefully in the near future, we'll be able to change this recommendation of not planting any palms in Ganoderma-infected soils. Wow, that's, that's fascinating. So what are your best recommendations to keep palms healthy? Um, you know, the recommendation um, is the, a lot of the palms that we see uh, are ignored, um, you know, in terms of fertilization, in terms of irrigation, um, it is just, um, you know, if you keep the palms healthy, uh, they'll be stronger. Um, although the previous research has not shown any correlation between the health status and the disease, especially Ganoderma. There are other diseases um, that usually attack weak, uh, weak plants, as I'm talking in general, but with Ganoderma, uh, there um, is the correlation is still lacking whether the health status will actually impact uh, disease uh, on the palm, but still it'll be um, good to have, you know, to fertilize and follow the recommendations from uh, UF-IFAS uh, regarding fertilization and irrigation. Thank you, Dr. Dillon, for all your hard efforts and research and developing solutions for palm tree diseases. So where can my listeners find out more real quickly about how to identify if their palms have diseases or find out more information on your work? So if you Google F-L-R-E-C, that's Fort Lauderdale Research and Education Center and Ganoderma, uh, you'll end up on the page with all the diseases on palms and how to uh, diagnose them and, and the other um, management options for those. Oh, thank you so much, Dr. Dillon. We appreciate it. Let's take a break right now from Summit Responsible Solutions Studios. I'm Teresa Watkins. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. 
But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003 Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003 Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. 800-398-0651. That's 800-398-0651. Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or you now need affordable health insurance, you need to make this free call right now and see how the Health Insurance Helpline can help you get it. We specialize in helping the self-employed and people just like you that need affordable health insurance to get it. We have short and long-term health insurance plans, and some even cover dental, vision, and prescription drugs. Don't take a risk with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it worth it if you're self-employed or now need affordable health insurance call right now and learn for free how to get it listen affordable health insurance plans for everyone just like you are a free phone call away so give us a shout right now 800-398-0651 800-398-0651 that's 800-398-0651 airlines have just reduced their prices even more book 30 days in advance and save big want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere the only way to access our low rates and save up to 70 percent is to call save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now you can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your airline tickets book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at low-cost airlines. 802-341-4542-802-341-4542-802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low we can't publish them anywhere. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. Call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. 802-341-4542. 802-341-4542. That's 802-341-4542. How is your car payment treating you? 
What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-811-7913. 800-811-7913. That's 800-811-7913. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. My name is Teresa Watkins, horticulturist, landscape designer, and garden author. I'd like to say a big thanks to Dr. Dylan for all of his hard work. Again, I'm going to post on our Facebook page. I'm going to post the address that you can contact him and find out more information about uh, the Ganoderma and the test that you can um, get uh, to find out if your palm tree has it. Okay, and so that will be uh, later on today. I will post that. Uh, if you w- would love to give me a gardening question, I would love that. You can give me a call at one 455 2967 or you can text at 23680. You know, you're not alone out there with your gardening questions. I get an email or text every week from someone who says, you know, I was listening to your program Thank you for answering this particular issue, uh, you know, a gardening question. I had the same issue, and you helped me too. So you are not alone out there, so you can give me a call. Help someone else, or you can give me a text. Let me know you're out there, and it's a good morning for you. We have a lot of preparations to do this week. You want to make sure that you do turn your irrigation system off so that you will ha- your ground will not be as saturated as it needs to. So this week, the uh, Queen Elizabeth II, the second, was laid to rest by her um, by her husband, Prince Philip, in the royal vault at St. George's Chapel in Windsor. So according to Buckingham Palace, the Queen's wreath included, at King Charles III's request, flowers and foliage from Buckingham Palace, Clarence House, and the King's private home, Highgrove House. So the foliage was chosen for its symbolism, rosemary for remembrance, myrtle for the ancient symbol of a happy marriage, which was cut from the plant that was grown from a sprig of myrtle in the Queen's 1947 wedding bouquet. So, I mean, we're talking about a shrub that is over, uh, okay, so she was in her 90s when she died and she got married in her 20s, a plant that was 70 years old from her wedding bouquet. The English oak symbolizes the strength of love and also included were scented pelagoniums, pelagoniums, which are also known as geraniums here in the United States, garden roses, autumnal hydrangeas, and sedums, which I'm trying to figure out how they put the sedums in the, uh, in, in the, in the wreath, but dahlias and then also scabiosas 
and the flowers were in shades of gold, pink, and deep burgundy, and touches of white to reflect the royal standard on which it sits. And at the request of the king, who is a longtime environmentalist, the wreath is made in a sustainable way, formed in a nest of English moss and oak, and then branches without the use of floral foam. So I was impressed with the display of flowers that were picked up by the royal gardeners and lined the roads of the funeral procession all the way to Windsor. Did you see how many thousands of flower um, arrangements that they put out? What a wonderful idea. I thought, wow, to not put cellophane or plastic on a floral arrangement or to use not use floral um, foam and leave them on the lawns to be admired and then return to the earth. I thought that was fascinating. So I think that's what we should do here in the States and cemeteries is be able to leave our flowers on the grave sites uh, and so that just so long as it doesn't have anything that doesn't um, compost or decompose in the floral arrangement, we should just be able to lay it on the uh, on the, on um, the grave site of our you know our families and friends, and then it just um, there's no way there's no reason to pick it up. So I think that's fascinating. So if you'd like to give us a call, guys, waiting here for you, one triple eight four five five two nine six seven. Or you can text me at 23680 and let me know you're listening from South Florida, from North Florida, uh, and even in Central Florida here. Just let me know where you are, name and town, when you text, and then that way I know how to answer uh, your question correctly. So Frank, uh, he uh, emailed and he said, hi, my herb plant rosemary has a growth on the trunk that looks like galls. I see no insect, and the plant is in decline. Any help? And thank you, Frank, for emailing your gardening question. Your rosemary has scale, which is a small insect that lives underneath that brown shell. So you can either remove the scale with a Q-tip dipped in alcohol. You can just kind of rub it off. Or you can use horticultural oil on it. You want to follow the label. Or you can just cut off that rosemary stem, that portion of the branch, with the scale on it and throw it away. So you want to make sure if it's in a container that it's, that it's getting the proper fertilizer and water so that it's healthy, so that it can resist insects that you see um, that, that, that it's susceptible to. So make sure your rosemary is in full sun, it isn't overwatered, and that you fertilize on a regular basis. So... Thank you for listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, Frank. That was a great question. Let's go to Eileen in Polk City. Good morning, Eileen. How are you? I'm fine. How are you? I am great. It's going to be a lovely weekend. What's up? Yes, it is. I just want to thank you for doing the show and for all your advice that you have given me for the last two years. Oh, That's thank all you. I want to tell you. Oh, well, that's so sweet. Thank you so much. I appreciate you listening, and you are just a delight when you call, and uh, you're one of our our favorite callers, just because we just love hearing the roosters in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still trying to send some to you. Please take them. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. You have a great weekend, and I look forward to hearing your report next week. Let me know how... Uh, these tropical storm or the hurricanes, how you do with it, okay? Yes, and we don't have an irrigation system 
Bob and I are the irrigation system. We get out and water. Well, I appreciate that so much. You know, that's, you know, we don't necessarily need it. We get enough rainfall on it. And your gardening, when you call with your questions, sounds wonderful. Thank you so much, Eileen. You're welcome. Appreciate Bye-bye. it. We have Lori in St. Cloud, but we're going to go to a break. If you have a gardening question you'd like to have answered, give me a call, one 455 2967 let me say it slower for Pam and all of you out there, one 2967 or you can text me at 23680. So we have some great, uh, some great uh, text messages coming in. You're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. on some extra money right now? Maybe $25,000 or more? If you're a homeowner, now is a perfect time to get cash out while homes in many neighborhoods like yours have gone up in value. You can use the money for anything. It's yours. You can buy an investment property, pay off higher interest debt, or make home improvements. If you need $25,000, $50,000, or more, now is the time. Home values are up, and so is your equity. We offer you a way to use it. No need to use your savings. Call New American Funding now and see how much cash out you can get. Call 800-712-8082. That's 800-712-8082. NMLS 6606. www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is not an offer or commitment to lend. Subject to borrower and property qualifications. Not all borrowers will qualify. Terms and conditions apply. Equal housing opportunity. Driving a truck or bus is a very demanding job. It can keep you on the road for long periods and at night, which can affect your sleep quality. Sleep loss or fatigue can cause symptoms similar to impaired driving. Get enough sleep before you drive. Be aware of signs of fatigue, such as frequent yawning, heavy eyes, or blurred vision. Don't keep on trucking when you're tired. Take a break. Don't drive drowsy. For information, visit flhsmv.gov. Brought to you by the Florida Highway Patrol, Office of Commercial Vehicle Enforcement. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call U.S. Med now to learn more. 800-513-1652. 800-513-1652. That's 800-513-1652. Are you a homeowner and need extra cash to pay off debt, medical bills, education expenses? Or are you planning for retirement? Homeowners like us have most of our money tied up in our homes. But what good does it do if you can't access your money with a real-life checkbook? Easy Knock offers a new way of getting cash out of your home. They buy it from you, and you stay in your home as a renter. And depending on your program, you can also buy it back at any time. If your credit score is not perfect, don't worry. Easy Knock can still help you get the cash you need. 
If your home is valued at $100,000 or more, take five minutes of your time to learn how to convert the equity in your home into cash. Give Easy Knock a call right now. 800-382-7624. 800-382-7624. That's 800-382-7624. If you served in the Marine Corps, by now you know about the contaminated water problem at Camp Lejeune. If you were stationed or worked at Camp Lejeune from 1953 to 1987, you probably have a lot of questions. We have some answers. You could be entitled to compensation. Billions of dollars are being allocated to pay for damages to anyone stationed at Camp Lejeune during that time. Unfortunately, it appears that officials may have known the contaminated water problem existed and did little to protect their men. The Semper Fi Code was not honored. If you or someone in your family has developed a serious illness, including various forms of cancer, call this Camp Lejeune legal support line right now. You can't turn back the clock and change what happened, but you can certainly call right now and learn your rights as a Marine. Here's the number. Call 800-363-7934. 800-363-7934. That's 800-363-7934. Paid for by Legal Alert Line. Welcome back to Better Lawns and Gardens. I'm Teresa Watkins. You still have time to get your questions answered. Let's go to Lori in St. Cloud. Good morning, Lori. How can I help you? Morning. Good morning. Yeah, I have a lot of really large plumerias, and I was wondering, I know they're really susceptible to snapping in the wind, and I don't know if I should just cut them all back so they don't get torn up if we get the storm. Okay, so, um, you know, we don't know where it's going to go, if it's going to come through or what the, the velocity of the, the winds are going to be. So what I would suggest is they're very easy to cut and then, you know, replant again, the, you know, with the, the, the stems and stuff. Uh, so I would do it after the storm. That way you're not going to cut off anything unneedlessly. Okay. All right. Great. Thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. So anything that breaks and snaps that you that that falls off, you can just replant. Just stick it in the ground again. You know how to do that. And uh, the, right. the, And then um, and then just give a clean cut to the part that snaps off. Makes sense. Thank you. All right, Lori. Thank you so much. Let's go to David in celebration. Good morning, David. How are you? Hey. Good morning. Thank you for taking my call. Um, I have. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. I have uh, for years lived in Florida, and I always try to buy a decorative palm to set in the corner, and I, I think I have the perfect corner in the house uh, with the right amount of sunlight. And the palm, they do very well for six to eight months, sometimes a year, but every single time they develop this lace-like powdery substance on the stem, goes up to the branch or to the leaves, and then eventually it falls off. It looks like Christmas tree flocking. It climbs up the sheetrock wall eventually kills the plant i have it's probably it's an easy one for you but i've i've tried neem oil i've tried dilute dawn soaps i've tried everything i I, one don't know exactly what it is and two how to prevent it because once it starts the it eventually just kills the palm right okay so let's talk about your practices and this one little corner area where you always put the palm do you put it in the same pot i have every time i bought a palm I, I changed the pot so i haven't i haven't ever used the same pot because once it kills it 
it's just a big powdery mess, and so I have to clean the walls, clean the floor, you know, and I, I just get every buy everything new. Okay, so okay, so that that's a really good answer. So, uh, so so we're not dealing with the same insects over and over again. It is a cycad scale. Is it a pick me date palm? Uh, yes. Okay, so well, I had a pygmy day palm once, but then I also had the larger one that you can get. Like if you walk into Home Depot, you know they're just tons of the sagos. Yeah, yeah, the sago. Yeah, I bought those, but everything seems to get that. Okay, so the king sagos, the cycad is is, this is cycad scale, and it comes from it's just it's out there in the environment. So if you have it. And, you know, that corner may not have very good air circulation. So if those insects are in the air or in, you know, um, being transported, they may even be in the plant when you get them. You just don't know it's there. And so uh, what I suggest is make sure, are you fertilizing them on a regular basis? That's one thing that I have not been good at. Okay. So when the plant doesn't get the nutrition it needs and it's it, it will be more susceptible to to the insect. So um, what I suggest is making sure that that area is sterile and clean again. But I would maybe not put in, when you say it's in a wall, is it in a screened wall or an actual wall wall? The one side is a rock wall. It's like a decorative rock wall. And then the other side is sheetrock. Okay. And then there's a window right beside it. Okay. So I would suggest that you don't put it there anymore because it just seems that it just is a good um, area just to be to, to get that insect. Um, but then okay. make sure you fertilize correctly and that you're watering correctly. And, uh, and, and that's all you can do. So I just kind of maybe wouldn't put them in that area again. I'd put another plant. Awesome. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. Okay, helps. David. Well, you know, I just, I hate to see you butting your head against the wall. <laughs> so. <laughs> it's like four palms now. They get big and beautiful, and then, you know, then there it happens. And then it, well, so well, we'll, Tony, try, we'll try it your way. Okay, so Tony Avent, uh, he always says that he doesn't consider a plant not hardy or not working well unless he's killed it three times. So you're on your fourth. Right. So <laughs> I would put your palms Thank somewhere you. else. Thank you so much. I will do it. Bye-bye. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Uh, so thank you so much for the text messages. And if you have a call, one triple eight four five five two nine six seven, or you can text two three six eight zero. Thank you to all the well wishers, uh, and that they said that they speak for Eileen and Bob too as well. Thank you so much. I have a great question. My Myers lemons, about three feet tall, has three lemons in it, causing it to droop with the weight. With a potential hurricane coming, should I take some of the lemons off? to prevent the limbs from splitting. By the way, all the lemons are still green. Is this normal for them to be green this late in the season? And so he's at work right now. So, uh, well, we just thank you so much for, for texting. Um, no, it's, it can be. Le- you know, lemons, you know, grow all year round. So uh, it could still be um, pretty good uh, lemons on it. So I wouldn't worry about that too much. Um, but... You know, it's only three feet tall. I would probably take the lemons off anyway. You know, they suggest that, you know, until the plants really, uh, the citrus trees are really established, go ahead and pulling the plant or the fruit off of it, which, you know, I say life's short. Sometimes that's not good, you know. But we've got the hurricane coming, and it's drooping with the weight. Uh, You know, it's probably going to get pushed over or um, could be damaged by the storms. I guess I would pull them off this weekend with the hurricane. That's probably what I would do. 
So, uh, yeah, go ahead and pull them off. Make sure you're fertilizing, uh, you know, on a consistent basis. Follow the label. And, uh, you know, let me know what happens, okay, if you get a storm. I don't know where you are located. Uh, So if you're on the West Coast or on the East Coast, if you're on the East Coast, I may not do it. But if you're in the Fort Lauderdale area, Tampa area, I probably would take them off just so that the tree doesn't snap with the winds. Okay. In the second hour, we have one of my favorite gardening topics coming up. And so uh, Katie Dubow with the Garden Media Group, uh, she is coming out with her 2023 Garden Trends Report, which is going to tell us what is happening in the industry next year, what you're going to be seeing in the garden nursery centers, what's going to go on, what garden theme is going to go on, and what our landscapes are going to look like uh, in the in the next year or so. So you don't want to miss that. It's a great report. I love talking with her. She is dynamic, and uh, it's just um, a, a, just a really interesting topic. Wait till you hear what is going to be coming up. It's going to be very interesting. I also want to thank Dr. Dillon with the University of Florida Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, the Fort Lauderdale Research and Education uh, Center, for bringing us up to date on the state of Palms. I will be posting information to contact him so that you can get a test to see if your palm tree has Ganoderma on it. And uh, he's doing fantastic research that's going to help us in the future, and that's going to be important. So we're going to do. I also want to give a shout-out to Ray and Kathy, and then John and Linda. Linda listens to us all the way up in Canada, and I met Linda this week at the FNGLA uh, nursery uh, uh, meeting for the Action Group. And uh, so it's just, um, it was wonderful to meet her. And I'm so glad you're listening in Canada. So uh, for all of those of you in Canada, uh, you're um, on the East Coast there, Newfoundland. My cousin's in, in uh, Newfoundland, that area there. Uh, they've got storms coming up. Fiona's coming up through that way. And so I want them to be safe. But uh, thank you so much, Linda, for just the, um, the, the fun interaction. It was great to meet you. And uh, that's fun. I also found out a quick reminder yesterday that we still have a few spots available on my Best of English Gardens and Chelsea Flower Show tour. That's going to happen May 16th and 25th. I'm really pleased at how nicely it's filling up. Great people. It's going to be a very momentous year to visit England. In fact, the news media was talking about King Charles III's coronation. It's going to be taking place eight months to nine months from now. And that puts us right there, right around the, uh, the time frame of that. So it's going to be very, very exciting to, to be in England. And I know that the Chelsea Flower Show is going to have special um, memorials for, um, you know, the Queen's passing, Queen Elizabeth uh, II's passing, and then also the coronation for the new king, King Charles III. So if you'd like more information about that, you can go on to the Better Lawns and Gardens website, betterlawns.com, and you can find out more information about my tour, and it's going to fill up quickly, so I want you to go with me. We'll just geek out at all the plants together. You're listening to uh, Better Lawns and Gardens, and uh, we're going to be taking your phone calls uh, and more text messages after the break, uh, and so we, we, we want to hear from you. Uh, I want to thank Guy. He's doing a great job taking your phone calls. And uh, 
you know, kind of interesting about the palm tree is, wasn't it, Guy? Absolutely. I, I I would recommend the same thing. Don't keep it in the same spot if it keeps dying. Yeah, you know, I mean, if you've killed something three times, and, and that's the thing, because sometimes it, you know, maybe wasn't your fault, but after three times, you know, it's kind of telling you something. It doesn't do well in that location. So that was a great question from David. And it's not one I give all the time, but, you know, maybe, uh, you know, you have to every once in a while. From the Summit Responsible Solutions Studios and SummitResponsibleSolutions.com, makers of mosquito bits and dunks, I'm Teresa Watkins. If it's Saturday morning, you're listening to Better Lawns and Gardens, and this is Florida's Talk and Entertainment Network. living with diabetes is a pain you've got to remember to do your testing and always need to stick your fingers to test your blood sugar the new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor apply a discreet sensor on your body and it continuously monitors your glucose levels helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger sticks if you are living with type 1 or type 2 diabetes and you administer insulin three or more times per day or use an insulin pump, you might be eligible for a CGM through your insurance benefits. U.S. Med partners with over 500 private insurance companies and Medicare. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill your insurance. Call us today for a free benefits check. 800 That's 800